0: Welcome to the weekly hijack. Hello, everyone. Tonight's episode of The Prisoner was the Schizoid Man. This was a lot of uh, what yeah. do you call? Uh, I was trying to think of like double crossing cons within cons, kind of stuff
1: going on. This one was fiendish. I mean, the 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 village's idea was interesting.
0: Yes, I'm still. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about hypnosis. This the business where they can like. Do you have these deep-seated psychological ideas? And oh, yeah. ideas? I'm always a little like, really? Oh. You can really program someone to be left-handed instead of right-handed,
1: but you can't just get them to tell you the information <laughs> you need? I did think of that. I did think of that. But, I just rolled with the whole like, yeah. subliminal messaging, but yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that, that was my biggest hurdle of this belief to try to suspend. But it was, I do enjoy any time they do these episodes of like him figuring out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And and usually without him actually saying anything. It's just kind of observing
1: the clues. It's very visual. It is very visual. Like you don't, yeah, that's interesting. You don't see that in every show that's like this.
0: Yeah. But I suppose we'll do a real quick recap here.
1: (laughs) Okay. How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically this, the
0: main idea of this episode is that they've, (laughs) <laughs> hey, oh, boy. So, one of these situations where they take number six while he's asleep. In this case, they do some subliminal programming and, on him. Yep. And when he wakes up, he wakes up with a mustache, which he did not have before. I mean, and according to his calendars, it's the next day, but of course, he doesn't look anything like. And so that's going to be his first, what the heck is going on? And then they come and they start talking to him as if he's number, number 12. God. Who's going to imitate number six?
1: Yes. Yeah, so they're mind games with mind games and then, here, and then number twelve, who's pretending to be number six, plays a really good number six. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I mean, very clever to have one in the black coat and one in the white coat, uh-huh. so you can help keep track of them of who's who. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty flawless actually putting the two of them.
0: Yeah, they could have been uh, even trickier with like the audience of like beginning to wonder who is who. Except I did suspect very early on when. Um, when number six had gotten that injury on his finger and it had that, like, mark, it's like, that's going to be important later on. That's, and when it's like, that's going to be the clue, and it was a clue to help him figure out, oh, wait, no, I am the real number six guy because I remember this thing happening to me.
1: And I think, I thought about that. You could confuse audience, but I think, especially this time, but even now, it's confusing, it's, you're asking a lot of audience to also keep track if you're going to start mixing them up. And at least with the way they want to end this thing, where he almost gets out like he's a very believable almost getting out of this thing
0: yeah it's very clever when he he finally gets a hold of figures out what happens remembers enough of what actually happened how he was programmed to Mm -hmm. like be left-handed and want certain kinds of food and not like things he cigars that you normally like and and did
1: did did they like did they like sabotage the cigars I mean, it looked like when he broke it open, like, they must have had... Like, there was a wire in it or something. I think, like, yeah, they just, yeah. It's very Pavlovian response sort
0: of stuff. Once he figured out all this stuff, and it was actually very clever, too, the way he, like, had to get over his... Right hand left hand confusion, Mm -hmm. which was throwing off his whole fighting prowess and all these, which would be crazy. Like, you've learned you've lived your whole life fighting left handed or right handed, and whether shooting or fencing or whatever. And then, like, you have this instinct to use your left
1: hand, of course, you'd be really messed up. It's interesting. It seemed like when I was watching it, he's it seemed like he was very fidgety the whole episode, Mm -hmm. like, you could just tell. Little things, like he would just move his hands all the time behind his back. And And it was very clever to to fix that. He had to give himself
0: another shock of the other direction to, -hmm. to like, turn off the Pallavian responses. Yeah. So, which helped him get rid of, again, we're going way into spoiler territory, but, again, that's the nature of the weekly hijack. Yes. He manages to take out number 12 and then, like, take his place and says, (laughs) I've killed, number six is dead. And,
1: and And almost convinced number two of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, it's just maintaining a convincing lie. And he almost, you know, he's a secret agent. So he, he came very close to getting away with that, Didn't quite. But what did ladies think of all this?
2: I was legit
0: confused more than once about who was the real number six.
2: <laughs> it was certainly confusing when number six woke up with a dark hair and a mustache. And I think there was at least a moment that I thought, this is someone else and they like, he's a newcomer and they're going to They're hiring him to do something. No. (laughs) I don't remember what points in time I thought the white jacket guy was the real number six. Maybe the mind reading stuff Mm. when the lady that reads cards was Mm -hmm. pulling a fast one. But yeah, the thumb injury was the big clue for me too. And I also think, boy, what a wretched place this is. (laughs) The Ah. The sorts of things they'll do to you, you don't feel safe in this very nice-looking place. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that Recreation Hall is a new location. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Natasha, what what did you think? Were you confused at all in all this, or...?
2: Um, I don't know. I'd like to say that I thought it was the original guy all along, but I think I had my doubts. (laughs) Yeah. It was tricky.
1: I thought it was really clever when real number six goes to fake number six. And fake number six is going to shoot him with the nerve gas. But he says, I have dreams of resigning. And, uh, oh, that was super yeah. clever. Yeah, it was super clever. <laughs> Be the like, guy's like, oh, what do you say in your dream when you resign?
2: <laughs> there it is. They're after me. That's the telltale sign. Oh, you're the enemy and I'm.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's their Polovian response. <laughs> like, they can't get away from it's it. It's like they want to know so badly. All this, Uh,
1: these hoops they're jumping through to try to get this one piece of information. uh, When they keep reiterating because you have to have it, it's one of those just things, except for the show, is that we can't injure him. Yeah. Like, he has to be alive. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's the only way the show makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they have to keep him alive, and they can't badly injure him, and all that stuff.
1: It was interesting to show to do that whole, you know, just that, that, Switching locations, just play it the entire episode, and just keep kind of ramping up. Sir, sir. And and number two did a great job, like playing with both sides of. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty well written. Yeah,
0: sometimes it was just as much trying to track. Okay, what is number two saying here? Is he <laughs> is he talking to the actual person? He's where is he maintaining the charade? And mm-hmm. yeah, very very tricksy stuff here, all over the place. Um, and I gotta say, Patrick McGuhan, I think that's his first name. I know, him yeah. Went, <laughs> great job playing both of these mm-hmm. two roles. I mean, yes, he's a fabulous lead character, but here he really he, is. He was playing two versions of himself, and it was fun. They, they do the parent trap thing all over the place, where like the same actor on two different sides mm-hmm. of the screen. Most of it worked pretty well. Then The shooting scene is like, oh man, I can really see the the slice here. Mm. Like the lighting wasn't quite matching up right, but overall, it looked pretty cool. It did.
1: I think this is one of those I mean, this one and the the dream inception episode so far, I think are my well, I think they're the strongest episode so far. I mean outside the the initial one, which is just Sure. Sets sets the tone very well.
0: It does. I forgot to look this one up and see where this where this one goes. Falls in the in the fan orders. Let's see. So okay, this was the fifth episode in the broadcast order. Fan wise, uh, fan lists, lists it somewhere around six to eight. Oh, so about where it should be. So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There's one that does even earlier than this, like number four. But so, yeah, midway, which it's, again, it feels about right. Again, we've since where your number six has been around for a little while, but they're still finding new ways to mess with them. <laughs> I think probably some of these are more or less important the order than others. So, all, I guess yeah. all these middle ones, it probably doesn't really matter that much. But anything else? These ones that are more uh, twisty-turvy are, f- are fun to watch, but I don't know if there's a whole as much to dissect
1: in them. No, it just, it does make you think, though, because we say that on some other episodes, that it's a, because it's so singularly focused, you feel it. You know, it's not like one of those TV shows where, like, it's one and there's a million other things going on. That's the only thing happening. Yeah. So, you do, like, halfway through, I was like, man, what would it be like if you just couldn't, eat? like, everything changed and everyone was pretending you were someone else? <laughs> I mean, it would mess with your brain. It would. And especially when, like, they also physically change some of them. Uh-huh. You, you hear something long enough, it might start being like, what is going on?
0: I mean, that's one of the, like, it's sometimes sometimes the, the fact that he's a secret agent... Feels like it, it's a, a side thing, but actually, the fact that he is in the secret agent espionage feels like he's the only he, he's trained specifically to withstand this kind of mm-hmm. mind games stuff. Like yeah. it, you need the sort of character to not completely crumble underneath <laughs> all this stuff. Yes, at least is what it feels
1: like. But it is an interesting compared to our more recent shows because it is very singularly focused. It just has a different feeling than shows nowadays that tend to cram a lot of. Ideas at once. This is one idea, and sometimes it can be like, "What is going on?" Like some episodes, but sometimes it's effective to just sort of play out the entire kind of slow burn. Well, I mean, we
0: have made a fair number of comparisons to Lost already, mm-hmm. with like the oh
1: man, yeah, the
0: Dharma labeled stuff everywhere, and they have a white balloon instead of a black smoke monster. But the biggest difference between this and Lost is that. We don't get into this character psychology. That no. much. we don't know anything about Number Six's backstory or his childhood or why he became a secret agent. Which Lost is all about the the psychology yeah. of their characters,
1: and this is not about that. It's about well, mind games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can you can can you can Number Six remain an individual and keep his integrity in some ways mm. despite all the lies? <laughs> I mean...
0: Everywhere. It is a little ironic, it occurred to me. That in the intro, we we still have his, I am not a number, I'm a man. But here, the only thing that he would identify himself was as...
1: Was? Uh, number six. Number six. It, I am number six. That's who I am. That's now. who I am. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I did think... It's interesting, the other guy's like, my name's Curtis. Like, he actually gave his name. Uh, that's like the first name I've heard, isn't it? Almost. No, I guess... The girl had now. a name. The, the
2: Russian lady had a name.
1: Yeah, they all have names. But mm. I, it's like he almost resists giving his name. Even. I mean, part of the show doesn't want to give him a name. But <laughs> yeah. also because he's like, I'm not going to give you guys anything else. I mean, I know you know it, but I'm not going to give you anything. Yeah, yeah, that could be. That could be. That first episode, you know, he was even trying to fake what he liked for breakfast. Yeah,
0: that's true. So, trying
1: to throw him off. Yeah. So All right. Any other comments from anyone? Theo? My son has been watching these with us, but he doesn't say anything after these.
0: He's not giving you any info, Nick. No, 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 he's not.
1: Why did you resign, VL?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's ignoring you. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack.
1: This is number six. This is Tim. This is Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.